We cannot have a sustainability ambition that doesn't meet consumer expectations or that doesn't match the brand's promise on the quality side. Sometimes the consumer will want to pull in one direction, but you know when we have all the data, it may not be the one that is the right one to achieve the long-term sustainable planet <laughs> commitments that we have. Laura Darondeau is head of procurement for Nestle Waters, responsible for sourcing high-quality PET, polyethylene terephthalate, used to make Nestle's water bottles. And because Nestle is committed to a sustainable circular economy, Law is working to get more and more high-quality recycled plastic, RPET, into its water bottles. To find out more about this challenge, I spoke to Law and her colleague Florence Dur, head of innovation for Nestle Waters' French brands such as Vitel and Perrier. First, I asked Law what Nestle is doing to ensure that all its water bottles are sustainable. Well, the challenge is to make sure we find the right supply. I guess this is why you're asking the question to me. Huh? We all know that there is a need to move to those uh, types of materials. We all want our kids and the future generation to be uh, in a planet with uh, less waste. And one of the ways to achieve this is to make sure that the packaging that we put on our products do not contribute to the waste that we create on the planet. So for that, we want to reuse those packaging. And today, it's really a challenge that the entire industry is taking throughout the value chain to make sure that we're able to do that. So we need to work with suppliers to make sure that in the future, we have those materials more and more available at the right quality and at the right price so that we can put them in our products. So there's a, a willingness and an ambition from Nestle's side to make sure that the bottles are sustainable do you see the same ambition coming from the suppliers? Are they responding in a very positive way? Yes, I think Nestle is, is committed to it. We have some of our peers also uh, committed to that direction, and we see that the entire value chain is moving towards this direction huh? because it requires a common effort for this to be successful. Suppliers are waiting for customers to confirm that they are willing to buy those products so that they are able to invest in the capacities, in the technologies that are required. But they are willing to support. We see the move happening at a quite a big speed, I think. So Florence, this is quite an exciting time, obviously, for Nestle with the changes that are going on. How do you bring the science of the better quality recycling and the new materials, how do you bring that to the consumer? At Nestlé, we are working to deliver our product with three main key success criteria when talking about recycled material and recycled plastic more specifically. First of all, we are trying to ensure the best quality in terms of food safety, but we are also, because we are dealing with big international brands with a strong DNA, so we are also making sure that we have the level of premiumness our consumers are expecting, so in terms of look and feel, and we are also making sure that we are ensuring a good, sustainable and a consistent approach because we need also to foster a circular economy, making sure that this will have a key and a concrete impact on the environment and on the, I would say, global carbon footprint. The targets that I understand Nestle is hoping to reach, uh, 100% of packaging to be recyclable or reusable by 2025, reducing the amount of virgin plastics by a third by 2025. Laure, how do you in procurement help reach these targets? 
it's really all together to make sure that this is circular. So it starts with the collection. Huh? We encourage the collection and make sure that uh, we have an increased availability of those materials. Then we go to the recyclers, so the suppliers able to take this uh, collected material and transform it into a material that we can then take in our own packaging. It also requires a change in our own factories to be able to take those packaging and make them work on our lines with the right performance and at the end get the right quality of product that is a must-have. Step by step, engaging with our suppliers, we develop those capacities all along the value chain in line with our requirements. But isn't it tempting when the price of crude oil is so low which is a main ingredient for virgin PET, isn't it tempting just to buy cheap while you can? You are right, Alistair. This is one of the big challenges, is that the plastics made out of crude oil are today at an affordable price. So we do have a significant price difference between the uh, virgin plastics and the recycled plastics, particularly on the uh, PET that we are putting in our bottles. But at the same time, we also know that it requires to work together and to develop the supply. So we cannot switch on and off this type of uh, supply. So it's important that we have a roadmap, we have a path, we have ambitions for 2025. We are committed to have, for instance, 50% of our PET, so the plastic of the bottle, should be recycled plastic. If we want to reach this ambition in 2025, we cannot wake up in 2024. It requires time to develop the supply. So despite the price premium, we continue on our roadmap and add progressively this recycled content in our various products. And overall, as a company, we need to work on other areas to compensate for this extra cost. And those are all the efficiency programs we have. One of them, I would say, close to the packaging topic as well, is we constantly challenge ourselves on what is the right level of plastic to be put on our product. So we can, at the same time, reduce the total volume that we require and pay a higher price for the volume that we still continue to put on our product. That's the way to go. I think it's really a total company commitment and you will see all the different departments working together to tackle this challenge. The speed is there. We have the right level of momentum and the slope is steep, but we're on the right path. So... Uh, an interesting challenge and something that is achievable, so I think very rewarding for all the teams. Florence, how do you explain that plastic is the best packaging for products like high-quality water? How do you explain that to the consumer who have, over the years, felt more and more that plastics are perhaps the wrong way to go? It's true that it, this is a big challenge we have to deal with because we know that plastic is able to combine optimal protection of our products, quality is fully recyclable. So it's a very high value material when you are able to bring it the right end life. So that means being able to sort it and then to recycle it. But in the meantime, from a consumer perspective, and we know this is a high concern, we need also to educate and to explain to consumer that once plastic is sorted, it becomes a very valuable material. Also to explain better why this material, which is so convenient also when thinking about the way we are consuming products everywhere at any time, 
how plastic could be a solution also, because of course the environmental impact of PET is lower than the glass carbon footprint. So we are really trying to make people change their state of mind regarding plastics today. And what are their expectations, the consumers' expectations, about Nestle itself? They are clearly expecting a lot from brands, and especially leading brands such as Perrier or Vitel, to be fully engaged to bring some solution to this global environmental issue. When looking at the recent Ipsos 2020 Earth Day study, 79% of people aged between 16 and 74 years old are really willing to seek out products healthier and better for the environment. So on that, we also need to show that our product can be part of the solution, but we need to work all together also to address this world concern. From everything you've both been saying, it seems there is a triangle of overlapping influences, all of them very important. One corner of the triangle is the environment and concern for the future of the planet. You've got Nestle's desire to maintain the quality of the product and all that entails. And then you've got the demands and needs of the consumer. How can you see Nestle guaranteeing all these three demands are, are met and there's a balance to this triangle? Alistair, the triangle is the right one. Huh? The triangle is the right one and we need to make it work because if we focus on one part of the triangle only, we will be missing something. So I think this is indeed sometimes challenging, but it's important that we keep all aspects together. We cannot have a sustainability ambition that doesn't meet consumer expectations or that doesn't match the brand's promise on the quality side. And on the other hand, sometimes the consumer will want to pull in one direction. But, you know, when we have all the data, it may not be the one that is the right one to achieve the long-term sustainable planet <laughs> commitments that we have. So it's also about educating the consumer there. It's our role through our product, through our brands, and bring them back into this triangle. The consumer, the planet, the quality, we need to make it work. And you're right. I think we need to really have an holistic approach because this is not only thinking about the packaging on itself. It's really to think about the end of life of packaging, also being able to investigate the beginning of the life and then how we are going to communicate it to our consumers. So we really need to have a holistic approach if we want to have a consistent roadmap on this topic. Florence, how do you feel you can get the best people working on the best solutions? For this future? So, you know, at Perrier, we did the next packaging movement. This is a worldwide sustainable innovation program. And the ambition behind this program was really to reinvent the source and the end of life of packaging in the beverage industry to generate new solutions with positive environmental but also social impacts, having with us a kind of a public discussion some researchers, some startups, some students thinking all together to find the right sustainable solution. This project is for us a key program to really enable startups to reach a higher level in terms of maturity. So the Biotech, Plastic School and FlexiKeg are really three wonderful project with wonderful people working on it. And we wanted with Perrier to contribute to those projects, really enable them by bringing them some technical advices, 
also, of course, bring them some finance to make sure they will have enough means to keep on working on their wonderful projects. We didn't want to only focus on developed countries. We really wanted to have a global approach. Biotech, for instance, is based in Africa. Plastic School is based in India, but leveraging people working in different countries. What are you proudest of at Nestle? <laughs> you know, when you work in procurement, often people see you just as a cost cutter. And it's not that motivating, you know, to spend your time uh, cutting costs and just negotiating with suppliers. Please uh, reduce the price. Thank you very much. So all those uh, sustainability topics, uh, which require that we uh, work uh, hand in hand with suppliers and develop things together is, of course, uh, something that is uh, very motivating. It's clearly something that you want to talk about at dinner with your children. It's very concrete. It's something that you uh, can share with the family, with the friends. I am very proud being part of this new story we are currently building by reinventing our packaging. This is something I think the Nestle Group is embracing currently. I think we are currently turning the way we are doing business by embracing a new agile way of working and also introducing some new test and learn mindset that I'm pretty sure will help us also to deliver our ambition. We need to clearly convey the message that this plastic has value and that the best thing that we can do is to collect it and reuse it. So contributing to this is, of course, something that is very motivating. Florence Dürr and Laure Darondeau, both proud of what they're doing at Nestle Waters. In the next instalment of Nestle's Together for Circularity podcast, we'll hear from Britain to find out how Nestle's Buxton brand is moving to 100% RPET in its bottles. And if you want to find out more about what Nestle Waters is doing to move towards a virtuous circle of recycling, go to nestlewaters.com and click on See What We Do. I'm Alistair Elphick. Thank you for listening to this modulated media production.